Ephesians chapter 4 and verses 1, 2, and 3, just those three verses this morning, as we continue our study in this uh, kingdom-focused church, uh, KFC, amen, not Kentucky Fried Chicken, but KFC, a kingdom-focused church. And, and, and uh, this year, our theme is unity. Everything we are trying to do is united. Uh, next Sunday, our men and women day will be together. Uh, I was just blessed as Reverend Cook was praying to altar prayer, and he just kept talking about together and harmony. Um, and that's what God wants the church to do. Yeah, let's stay together. Amen. Now you can play this on your way home if you marry it. Now you can play it, you and your wife. Just make sure it's your wife. Don't be playing somebody else's wife. Amen. You get, get slugged. Amen. Just, you know, amen. You can take it tomorrow and play it on your job. Amen. Because a preacher is singing it. That's right. It's a preacher singing it. And let's stay together. Amen. That's what, let's just read. I'm reading from the King James Version and whatever translation you have. Let's read out loud verses 1, 2, and 3 of Ephesians chapter 4, all right? When you have it, say, I have it. Oh, let's read, whatever translation, let's read out loud, all right? I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation to which ye are called, with all long lowliness and meekness and long suffering forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bounds of peace. Amen. The grass wither it and the flower fade away, but the word of our God is going to stand forever. Look at your neighbor and just say, let's stay together. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Let's, let's stay together. Amen. Amen. Let's stay together. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, Dr. William Barclay said, Christians are people who are drawn together because they owe a common debt to the goodness and the grace of God. Say it again. Dr. Barclay said, Christians are drawn together. People, because they owe a common debt to the goodness and the grace of God. The, the, this, this kingdom-focused church is talking about not only the universal body of Christ, but the local fellowship. Because there is power in unity. Where there is unity, there is strength. And as a fellowship, if we stay together, there is nothing that we can't accomplish in evangelism, in missions, in education, in politics, in economics. Uh, there is nothing that we cannot do if we Stay together. Y'all going to give me a few minutes this morning? Uh, the story is told about this little uh, pygmy uh, man who was standing over who had killed this big rhinoceros. And a man come through and saw the little 
pygmy man standing over there, over this big, huge rhinoceros, and he said, did you kill him? And he said, yes, I killed him. And the man said, with what? And the pygmy, very tiny man said, with my club. And then the man asked him, said, you killed this huge rhinoceros with your club? And the pygmy man said to the man, yes, says, it's about a hundred in my club. <laughs> You'll get it later, amen. <laughs> amen. You'll get it later on. <laughs> amen. The power of unity. Power of numbers. Now, this is extremely difficult uh, for those of us of the ebon hue. Uh, it's very difficult for us to stand together because we have been taught over 300 years and more not to trust each other. In Genesis chapter 4, uh, verse number 8, Cain killed his brother Abel. I call it the Cain motif. And when, when God inquired about it, uh, Cain got smart with God and asked God in Genesis 4 9, Am I my brother's keeper? And then in 17 and 12, Willie Lynch told the other slave owners in Lynchburg, Virginia, that in order to control your slaves, you had to teach them to be against one another. And uh, this is difficult for us and our ethnicity uh, because we have been taught that demonic thing not to trust each other. We black men kill each other more than any other ethnic group. Just look how many people were shot and killed this past 4th of July weekend in Chicago alone. Amen. Amen. There was anywhere else in the world they would create a, 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 a state of emergency. But we are more like because we have been taught not to trust each other. We have been taught uh, to be separated because of the spirit of jealousy. That's why Rodney King said in 1992 during the L.A. riot, why can't we all just Get alone, because the devil knows the power of unity. I told y'all last Sunday, old preachers tell us all the time, if you don't have but two teeth in your head, they look better together. Amen. It's, you know, <laughs> the power. Amen. The, 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 the early church was literally born out of prayer and unity. They were on one accord on their Pentecost and just constantly on one accord because they understood the power of unity. That's why the devil comes to sow seeds of discord among the brethren. He'll sow seeds of discord in your marriage. That's why all these people are having marital problems. This is the devil because the devil knows what can accomplish if we stay together. How beautiful this male chorus sound this morning because they were singing together. And uh, there's power in together. Y'all gonna help me this morning. Amen. I mean, let's let's stay together. Amen. Amen. This 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 epistle of Paul to Ephesians, the first three chapters deal with 
primarily doctrine. And the last three deal with duty. And here in our text, uh, he calls them to unity. Doctrine needs to move into duty. First of all, we must stay together because of our calling. Somebody say our calling. You see, you see, you see, unity is not uniformity. Unity comes from within, and it is a spiritual grace of God. Uniformity comes from outside, and it's pressure. You see, the world is trying to get the church to become uniform with them. They, they keep squeezing us to be like the world. They keep telling us, it's all right, ain't nothing wrong with homosexuality. Ain't nothing wrong with gambling. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's the world trying to get us to become uniform with them. But God calls us into our uh, unity with him. Look, look. Look here, he, he gives the illustration of the body and he talks about our walk must match our talk. You see, Paul said, I'm a prisoner of Jesus. And that's, and that's what, is what happened to every believer. When we got saved, we became prisoners of Christ. Now, Paul was a prisoner because he was faithful to God. Uh, and he was locked up because of his testimony. And, and he became a prisoner to Jesus Christ. That's why, that why I stopped trying to explain spiritual things to unsaved people. They'll never get it. They can't figure out why we do what we do. Because we are prisoners of Christ. When he called us out of the darkness into the marvelous light, we fell in love with Jesus. And the world don't understand that how we can give up so much stuff. <laughs> Because we've been called out. We've been kaleoed out of the world. And then those of us in ministry have been echaleoed out, uh, out of the church into ministry for Christ. Paul said, make your calling and election sure. We have been called. Man, man don't preach this word just for the fun of it. We've been called. Amen. That's why Pastor Blade been at his church 56 years. One church. Because he's been called. We don't have some kind of schizophrenic, some kind of lucubarious mentality where we like to be ran over and talked about. We can't help it because we've been called. And then if you save, you've been called. Amen. Amen. You guys, when you're being called, you say no to the world. They can't figure out why you stop buying them drugs. These, some of y'all drug dealers still trying to call you. Hey, what happened? You know, you know, they've been texting you. They've been emailing you. I got some Columbia gold here. It's good. And you don't go because you've been called out of that. See, that's why you don't go to the clubs no more because you've been called out of that. See, and if you did go, you can always tell Christians out of place. You can tell a Christian in the club because we even we really leave, we put a finger up like we leave in church. You always tell, you always tell, we've been called out of that. See, Paul said we've been we've been called. But right here in the text, said, "Be beseech you to walk worthy of your vocation." Amen. Walk worthy. Our talk should match our walk, and that's why the world calls us a bunch of hypocrites. That's why a lot of folk they, they don't believe us. 
Because we talk all that stuff about love, and then we kill each other worse than anybody else. Something worse. That's why. That's why some folks you talk about each other, and the worst of y'all pull be loving each other, and we run down each other. We put a walk worthy of our calling. We've been called out that we may tell others about Him. Walk worthy of your call. Amen. Walk. Walk worthy of your calling. Walk. Stop talking if you're not walking it. That's what the, the world saying to us. Sick of y'all running right here talking about I love Jesus and he's coming back again and they can't buy no drug because you in the way. The world can't get no liquor. <laughs> y'all lined up in the way. Can't get no lottery tickets, y'all. We got to walk worthy of our calling. Amen. He called us. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Eichner. Thank you, man. He laid his hands on me. Amen. And that's why, amen. That's why you stopped, amen, doing what you used to do. You got to walk worthy of our calling. People ought to see something different in us. You ain't got to have a big old cross on your chest or a big old Bible. People ought to know there's something different about us. How we live. Oh, to know. Hey, wait a minute. There's something different about him. The church and the world looking at us, we are so divided. There's over 33,000 different denominations. <laughs> so divided. Most of our church, that's why hard trying to get y'all. That's why, that's why y'all pray for your pastor because pastor, a lot of folk, a lot of folk is like herding cats. Amen. Trying to keep us together. Because the devil knows. Why the devil try to keep you from coming to church? Because the devil knows the power of our unity. He knows when Austin sees a, uni, a united front, the devil knows he got to flee. But if he can keep us fighting in the huddle, then we can't break the huddle to go to the line. And I know some of y'all Saints fans, but I'm a Cowboy fan. They ain't started fighting yet in the huddle. That'd be a strange sight to see the football team fighting in the huddle. Well, you fight in the huddle, you will never make it to the line and do anything. That's why together they hold hands together because they have a common enemy. We have to stay together because of our calling. Have to remind folk, you didn't call me. St. James just selected me as your pastor 24 years ago. But 45 years ago, God called me. Amen, amen. Whatever you're doing in the church, if you don't sense it as a calling, you're going to do a lousy job. If you don't sense your membership as God called you to this church, you're going to do a lousy job. Well, bless his name. We got to walk worthy because of our calling. Somebody say calling. We got, I mean, we've been called out, man. We've been called out of darkness into the marvelous light. And uh, and uh, and I don't know. You coming? You being called? Yes, sir. Amen. All right, come. Amen. Well, I I want you to wait till I get through preaching. But all right, we'll take it when you come. <laughs> amen. I guess. Well, amen. Come, come here. What? Come here. What? Come here. Uh, come here. Come here, Archer. Amen. 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 We'll we'll take him. Amen. Come here, Odoms. Amen. Go go. This young man here. Amen. Amen. Anybody else feel like? Amen. Amen. That's calling, man. God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Amen. Take him, y'all. Take him. That's right. That's that's calling. Amen. Anybody else want to come right now? You feel? I ain't got to wait. Amen. 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 That's 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 the calling. Amen. 
Well, yes, sir. Anybody else? What? Up in the mezzanine, you even in watching live stream, you got time to get here. If you feel called, you come. See, because he's calling us. Well, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. He, he, amen. That's where our burning come from. That's where our determination come from. Our motivation, our inspiration come from our calling. He called me. Paul is saying, stay together because of your calling. Bless the name of Christ. And in a few minutes, when I get to the invitation, somebody else may want to come. He's still calling. And we got to stay together. Amen. Now we got to present a good, healthy body for this young man to be part of. Amen. That's why, listen, amen. Amen. That's why. That's why a lot of these young folk don't come to church. They, they want to hear the gospel, whether they millenniums or post millennium. They want to hear, but they don't want to hear a whole lot of mess. And if you just got something negative to say about somebody, don't say it to these young Christians. Well, y'all don't help me here, amen. And if you got something bad to say about a deacon or about your pastor, you ought not say it to some of these young folk. That'll mess them up. Amen. Well, bless his name. Well, bless the Lord already. That's a, that's a calling, amen, because of our calling. Then secondly, just two points this morning, this sermon, we ought to stay together not only because of our calling, but because of our Christian character. Our Christian character, we are different. See, reputation is what people say about you. Character is who you are. And, and we ought to have Christian character. We ought not act right just because we at church. We ought to live right everywhere because of our character. If you was arrested for being a Christian, would that be enough evidence to convict you? If they call your wife or your husband or your employer and say, this person said they are Christian, tell us about it. What would they say? Because of our calling. Our character ought to be different. And, and here, here he lists several things here about, about our character. Look at he said what? With all lowliness. See, that lowliness, that, that means humility. Putting Christ first, others second, and yourself third. That's humility, you know. Self has to be last. That's why I like about the Golden State Warriors. I call it my Golden State Warriors motif. And I'm a Lakers fan, but they checked their ego at the door. That was wrong, you know. That's why, that's why it may be hard for Cleveland to win again uh, uh, because everybody want to be my team. Well, ain't no, ain't no I in team. Amen. Even Kevin Durant took less money. There have been some of us, ain't no way, Jack. I'm going to get all I can. Amen. But see, when you're lowly and humble, you put others first. That's why some of y'all ain't got no good marriage. You so full of yourself. And that's why I wrote a good book titled Marriage is Not for Children. Because you got to put your mate ahead of you. You so concerned about you. That's why the church not time can't grow. Because all you think about is me, me, me. The first thing, you got to be lowly and humble. Can God trust you? Because you do know your blessings are on the way. But can he trust you when he blesses you? Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's why God can't bless some of us because can you stay humble with a million dollars? 
Because you keep taking Dave Ramsey from Brother Common and you're going to be a millionaire one day. But you got to stay humble. Humility. Amen. Humbleness. Humbleness. A lot of us better Christians when we were riding the bus. And we were standing in the welfare line. Lord done blessed us. The way this choir song today, somebody ought to say amen, but you know, I'm doing better. Hey, 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 hey. Got more than you ever dreamt of having. Can you stay lowly in me? Then also, he said meekness. That's the next one. Meekness. Meekness is not weakness. Meekness is power under control. Moses was a meek man. Powerful man. Numbers 12 and 3. Uh, he was powerful man. Uh, but he, he was meek but not weak. Jesus was meek and lowly. And Jesus ran them out of the temple. And sometimes you got to remind some of these folks, listen, I'm saved. I'm just meek. I'm not weak. Now, hold up. I can curse too. But Amen. I got a gun too. You ain't the only one who can talk loud. But I'm meek. Amen. Well, bless his name. But I'm hoping our president can get that. Well, if he can get that, boy, old, old Trump may do one thing good. Amen. If he can just, you know. Just like a lot of church, that's why some of y'all don't come for help because you, you're not meek enough. You think asking for help is a sign of weakness. No, asking for help is a sign of meekness. When you know you can't do it, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. We have to be meek, amen. Then also long-suffering and patient. Everybody ain't going to get it as soon as you got it. What's wrong with some of you saints? Your temper too short. Somebody look at you wrong. You want to tell them all. What you looking at? What you? You got to learn to be patient. The word patience literally means long-tempered. Endure without fighting back. Oh, old George Costanza daddy in one of the episodes of Jerry Seinfeld will yell out, serenity now, serenity now. And if you're going to make it, you got to be long-suffering. Because God was long-suffering with us. He gave us another chance, another chance, another chance, another chance, another chance. And we have to be long-suffering, patient with people. Then fourthly, he said, we got to bear, bearing with one another in love. And everybody is not perfect like you are. And we have to learn to bear each other differences. That's why I love putting, putting you guys over different programs so y'all can see what I deal with every week. And some of the personality of Christians. <laughs> amen, all right, amen. That's why I had to be strong enough because I put you in some of these committees and you see how some of these people act, you know, say, what the? Say, what the? What? <laughs> amen. <laughs> You, you, you got to be able to bear with one another. Amen. Amen. That's why I tell my deacons. You come to deacon meeting. It's not always hubby, lovey, sumba, come by, and all that stuff. You got to learn to bear one another's because some people just ain't going to get along with their personalities. But we put to bear one another. Even when they irritate you. You got any folk in your life that just irritate the hell? I mean, I can't say that. I mean, just irritate them. Irritate. 
just irritate you. Y'all, y'all gonna hate to come to church because they're gonna get on your nerve. And then, then you got folk, you gotta have their 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 their, their different ability, their disturb embarrassment. But we got to bear one another in love. Amen. Got to embarrass them in love. Say, I really, really you on my nerve. But to keep the unity of the faith, <laughs> I'll put up with you. Amen. And nobody think I had, nobody think I'm talking about no member, I'm talking about you. Amen. My people that were pastor, because always some folks looking for something different. If, well, who the pastor talking about? Well, ain't none of your business. And I'm not talking about you, and I'm talking about some of y'all. I, I passed all of y'all. And I heard y'all talk about each other. Said, now, ooh, she is, ooh, ooh. Whoa. <laughs> but we got to bear each other in love. Said, that, that where it come from. Don't think you so sweet. Amen. Maya Angelou, I mean, said, I mean, I mean, uh, 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 Corey Tim Boom said, thank God for your enemies because sometimes your friend won't tell you the truth. Amen. Yeah. Amen. There are some folk, you get on some folk nerves too, but they put up with you. Amen. Aren't you glad when I first got saved and took the joy in the church, they put up with me. Amen. I say some of everything and and they bad up and they kept praying for them. Now we got to bear one another in love. Don't be so quick to throw people away. Everybody is not perfect. So I ain't worried about what you have on. You can come in tattooed, no tats, mini tats, ears pierced. Your neck can be pierced. For as I can say, as long as you are here, amen. We have to burn how to bear one another in love. And then number five, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bonds of peace. Unity is not automatic. It's a lot of hard work. Amen. And though y'all who are married know what I'm talking about, it's a lot of hard work. Amen. You just don't get married and automatically that's unity. No. It's a lot of hard work. Because sometimes I want my dinner cooked early. And somebody look at me like, okay then, all right, we'll, anytime you get, anytime you want to cook it, that'd be fine. <laughs> uh, uh, unity take a lot of hard work. And, and this is why in a church or like a team, the ultimate goal is more important than our own little uh, 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 grandiose uh, delusions. The, the finished product is more important than what I want. The finished product is for us to announce the kingdom of God. And so we endeavor to keep the peace. Tell a brother, stop talking about your brother like that. You know, we can kill a lot of this stuff. I say it. Hear somebody talking about somebody. Say, wait a minute. That's why I don't let people bring no stuff to me. If you bring something to me on somebody else, what I do, I'm going to bring that person. Come here. What you say? Pastor, I'm going to let you tell, tell that person that. Amen. You don't use my head for no trash can. That's why some of y'all can't get in service. All week you've been listening to mess other people saying about your fellow brother and sister. And you so busy in church looking at them. Now, child, watch him. Because there's something going on. Now, you want <laughs> You watch and, it's, and he ain't gonna say nothing. Watch him when, when she, <laughs> and you in church. I miss the worship, miss the God doing the impossible. Looking at somebody else when somebody said some junk. Tell him, I don't have time for that. 
I'm striving for the unity of St. James Church. We got a job we got to do. There's work to be done. I could care less about who shot John. We got a job to do. Forget about who leads the song. The main thing is that somebody come to Christ. Endeavor for the unity. Work hard to keep it together. So we've got to work hard for it. That's why the Bolshevik Revolution, 1917 in Russia, why the Bolsheviks were meeting to start the revolution, the Catholic Church was fussing about the color of candles. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me. The Bolshevik Revolution and our good friend, Brother Putin, who said they didn't have nothing to do with that. <laughs> And our president said, okay, he said he did. And those Russians are a bunch of liars. They, and, uh, and while, and while, and while uh, the Catholic Church were fussing over the color of candles, the Bolshevik Revolution broke out. While we at St. James fussing about who shot John, our little children are on drugs. We're losing our little boys. We're losing our families. We're losing our young people while we sitting around fussing about nothing. That's why we got to learn to stay together. That's why we stay together. God going to do some mighty works. That's why Alicia Huffman wrote, What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness. What a peace of mind. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day. Just leaning on the everlasting arms. We can get the job done if we stay together. We can, we can spread the gospel all over this world if we stay together. We can see our boys and girls come back home. We can see peace in our marriages. We can see miracles in our churches if we stay together. So my brothers and sisters this morning, let's stay together. We ought to stay together because of the love of our Father. He died for us to bring us together. And if we stay together, we can do more together than we can by ourselves. If I fall, come here, Reverend, come here, Reverend, come here, Reverend. If I fall by myself, it's tough. Come here, see, if I'm walking and I trip and fall, boom. See, it's hard for me. Wait a minute. Oh, see, thank you. See, thank you. You see, it's hard for me to try to get up by myself with this Cossack on. It may take me several minutes and then I might have to do the benediction from the floor because I'm by myself. But come here, Deacon. Come here, Matlock. Come here, Adams. Come here, uh, Richards. 
Come here, Dr. McCowan, and they're going to show you what can happen. I represent Austin has fallen. I represent pothead, dope-smoking, lascivious Austin. And you see, one church can't do it by itself. That's why it's a kingdom-focused church. It's not about St. James, but it's about every church that focus on the kingdom of God. Now y'all help get me up and see how fast it take y'all. Power and togetherness. Power. So we need to stay together. Grab your brother or sister by the hand and tell them, let's stay together. If we stay together, power. Oh, hey. If we stay together, we can lift up humanity. If we stay together, God will get the glory. And He deserves all the glory. Somebody say, Glory. Aren't you glad I was sinking deep in sin Far from a peaceful shore Badly stay within Sinking the rhyme no more But the master of the sea He heard my despairing cry and from the water he lifted me now safe am I what got you up BW love lifted me when nothing else could have love love lifted me oh Let's stay together.